Hello everyone, my name is Aarti and you are watching HW News. Comedian Veer Das had once said that there are two Indias. Well, it led to a lot of controversy, so I wouldn't say that there are two Indias, but there was an old India and there is a new India. In old India, gang rape of a student in Delhi invoked outreach. People were taking out candle marches and asking questions about the safety of women, holding the government accountable for their utter failure to protect the women in the national capital. In New India, 11 convicted rapists of Bilkis Banu are released. Their remission facilitated by the government elected by the people and vetted by the Ministry of Home Affairs. Look at the irony here. Yesterday, the same ministry suspended an IAS officer for the alleged sexual assault of a 21-year-old woman. The statement issued by the ministry said that the government is committed to ensuring zero tolerance towards the act of indiscipline by its officials irrespective of their rank and status, especially with regards to incidents involving the dignity of women. Especially dignity of women. When the case came to light back in the month of August, opposition political parties and few civil society members and organizations raised objections over the freeing of convicted rapists of Bilkis Banu. Most of them directed their criticism of the decision towards Gujarat government and rightly so. But now it turns out it wasn't only the Gujarat government that was in on it. The Ministry of Home Affairs also knew that the Gujarat government was granting remission to those who had done this heinous crime. These convicted rapists were welcomed back into the society by feeding them sweets, touching their feet and garlanding them. What dignity of women did the decision uphold when these convicted rapists were freed, calling them sanskari while undoing of the justice to Bilkis? The decision to free the convicted rapist was taken even as the superintendent of police, CBI, which is the main investigating body which probed this entire matter, opposed it. Let us talk about this in today's video. But before that, if you are watching this video on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel, like this video and comment below it. And if you are watching this video on Facebook, do follow our page. Now you can also access our articles, videos and live TV on our app that is HW News Network app. So if you haven't already, download HW News Network app on your Google Play Store now. A petition was filed in the Supreme Court challenging the release of 11 convicted rapists of Bilkis Banu. The petition was filed by Subhasini Ali, a member of the Communist Party of India Marxist, journalist Revti Lal and Professor Roop Rekha Varma. In reply of this petition, the Gujarat government submitted an affidavit in the Supreme Court enlisting the procedure undertaken for the remission and the reasons for granting remission to these convicted rapists. The Gujarat government said it decided to release the convicted rapists as they had completed 14 years of imprisonment and that their behaviour was found to be good. If you recall, there were questions raised on the decision as the remission program by the government of India under Razadika Amrit Mohotsav kept POXO cases, rape and other such cases out of the purview of relief. The government said that the decision was taken as per the policy dated 9th of July 1992 as directed by the Apex Court and not under the circular governing grant of remission to prisoners as part of the celebration of Azadika Amrit Mahotsav. It also said that it considered the opinions of seven authorities to grant the remission before taking the decision on the same. Now, the affidavit reveals that the Ministry of Home Affairs also had accorded its concurrence or approval to the Gujarat government under Section 435 of the CRPC. This is also confirmed by the letter written by Shri Prakash, who is the Joint Secretary of the Government of India, conveying concurrence and approval of the central government. 
Since the CBI investigated this case, the law required the concurrence of the union government to grant premature release or remission. Now, this came even as the CBI itself objected to their release. Superintendent of Police Special Crime Branch Central Bureau of Investigation, Mumbai, Nand Kumar Nair, opposed the grant of premature release, calling the crime committed by these convicts as heinous, serious and grave. Anand L. Yavalkar, the special judge CBI at the City Civil and Sessions Court, Greater Bombay, also opposed the premature release of the convicts. In his opinion, Judge Yavalkar said that in this case, all convicted accused were found guilty of rape and murder of innocent people. Besides, the accused had no enmity or any relation with the victim. He said the crime was committed only on the ground that the victims belonged to a particular religion. Even minor children and pregnant women were not spared. This is the worst form of hate crime and it is a crime against humanity. This is what Judge Yavalkar had said. Contrary to this, all the authorities within Gujarat consulted except one favoured the release of the convicted rapists. These include Superintendent of Police, Collector and District Magistrate, Jail Superintendent, Advisory Committee, Home Department. However, SP Dahod Radhesham Bhagwanand was the only one who objected to their release. The Gujarat government has also questioned the local standee of the three petitioners in the case. It claimed that as third parties, they are strangers, both under the provision of the code or under any other statute, and they are precluded from questioning the correctness of grant or refusal of sanction for the prosecution or the conviction and sentence imposed by the court after a regular trial. Similarly, a third party is precluded from questioning a remission order passed by the state government, which is strictly in accordance with the law. This is what the state government said. Incidentally, the premature release came even as many of them had already been out on parole for many days. One of them was out of jail for over 1,500 days, even before walking free this Independence Day. Ramesh Bhai Rupabhai Chandana enjoyed 1,198 days of parole leave and 378 days of furlough, which is a short-term temporary release of convict from jail, amounting to a total of 1,576 days outside the jail. Two others were outside for more than 1,200 days, that is three years already. Now, this is according to an NDTV report. Meanwhile, as the convicted rapist returned to the village with celebrations awaiting for them, several reports have suggested that the Muslim residents of the villages have fled in fear, many saying that they will not return until the convicted rapists are jailed again. The question must be asked of the central government. While Prime Minister Narendra Modi speaks about Nari Shakti from the rampants of the Red Fort, his confidant Amit Shah's Home Ministry concurs with the release of convicted rapists. Do let us know what do you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.shabrinews.in. Now be the first to know about the latest updates on our new news app. Go on your Android or iOS, search for HW News Network. Download our app, choose the language you prefer to get updates in and be up to date with the latest news.